Hey everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sacred Resistance Podcast. This is episode number 39, and today we had an awesome conversation with Tom Palladino. Um, it was, I, I didn't know what we, were, what we were in store for when the conversation started, but it was one of my favorite episodes that we've done. This was a fascinating conversation. We got kind of screwed by Zoom at the end. It just completely shut us out of the conversation, so we're going to have to do a round two with Tom because this, it, it was really, really good. It was one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, this episode got cut off uh, prematurely, unfortunately, but uh, we will try to fill in the gaps. Uh, so listen to this, and if you at the end you're like, oh, what happened? It's because our Zoom cut off. But we're going to do round two um, because Tom has so graciously, he's going to be treating Jamie and myself with his amazing device that he has. So he has a new technology. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but let's just say it has to do with like Tesla technology. Yeah, it's called Scalar. And it, has it, to work with divine energy, God yeah, energy. Yeah, basically it's everything. It, it can heal everything and power everything. And it's like the ether, the the basically what te- Tesla was, was dealing with. Um, and and this, this is one of those episodes that I really like because when Tom started explaining things to me I started making connections in my head about other things that were completely uh, unrelated and I would ask him about them and he we were on the same page about a lot of things that I didn't know were connected and that's when you know you're dealing with something real is when you start making connections in your head about other things that you know to be true that are connected with this without somebody convincing you of it yeah and Tom's a humanitarian and he just wants to help help spread the word about this but because he has a device that can actually help heal people and change their lives he has to be really careful about getting the word out there he can't go to mainstream media he can't go the mainstream route at all or Mm -hmm. else they'll shut him right down because he has a device that a is inexpensive compared to uh what treatments out there mm-hmm. and can eradicate you know healthcare can eradicate the um, need for fuel power electricity everything yeah so everything this is the this is the golden ticket that tesla was working on and uh, you know it's been suppressed 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 and this has been a life uh project for tom because he's been working on this 40 50 years now and he's he it's a grassroots movement that we just got to be able to spread the word to your loved ones and get it out there. So listen to this, um, send it, share it, get the word out there, check out his website. It's going to be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Check out his, he's got Instagram and Facebook, but uh, his website, he does a two week free trial for anybody that wants to just submit their photos. and. Yeah. And that's all you have to do is send him a photo of yourself and it, the device works on your DNA imprint on the world or whatever, whatever it is however it works i don't know i can't it would take a lifetime to to describe the technology behind it but you just have to send in a photo and it goes to work on you yeah sounds pretty incredible pretty incredible and jamie and i will start our journey with this shortly but uh, we'll keep you guys updated as we go along with it yeah for sure for sure so this is an exciting one and uh keep your mind open and have a good listen yeah for sure all right guys we love you if you're listening to this you are the resistance the sacred resistance Hey guys, before we get on to our interview with our podcast guest, I just wanted to interject here a little bit about our clothing line that we have launched. I know we've been talking about this for a long time, but I just wanted to remind you guys that it is up and running. We have anything from men's to women's to clothing for little kids and babies, all sorts of gear to represent sacred resistance and things that say like, 
my parents call the shots for little kids t-shirts and whatnot so check us out yeah yeah uh represent put on some put on some swag and represent show the world what you think we'll put the link to it in the show notes so um yeah thanks for thanks for being here with us yeah we love you all yeah yeah happy to have you tom thanks for being here today thank you for the invitation it's always a pleasure to to speak to two scholars like yourselves oh well right back at you and i like i like how you say good day not good morning we don't want to start with morning (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to start your day in a in a state of mourning right (laughs) that's a point well taken (laughs) i thought it was intentional yeah. So, so Tom, um, I was listening to another podcast you were on with uh, two lovely ladies, and um, it was quite fascinating to hear uh, what you're up to and um, the technology that you have at hand. Yeah. I would love if you could, if we could just dive right into it and you could explain. Yeah. There's nobody else better to explain it than you. If I tried to explain what you're doing, I would butcher it. Jamie and I have been going back and forth chatting. I'm like, we'll just let Tom explain it because he's the, he's the creator of this. Yeah, yeah, for say, sure. I should say God's the creator of it. You're right. Facilitating. Well, yeah, it's right. like, I this isn't the first time I've heard the term scalar energy. I've listened to, I've been listening to podcasts, like fringe podcasts for quite a while. So we've heard about scalar energy a few times, but like, if somebody asked me to define it, I would just stare like a deer in the headlights. So if you could define what is scalar energy for people listening, that would be great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you both for, again, the introduction. We're, we're going to have a, a, a conversation about a new technology that's going to change the world. And the point of this technology is to help people. That's what technology is all about. Yeah. I want to help people. I'm a humanitarian. I'm a Christian. I want to help people. So I work with it. Um, instrumentation, scalar energy instruments that are far superior to that of electrical instruments. So the new technology that's coming down the pike, so to speak, is scalar technology. And I believe this technology is is going to offer the world so many solutions for existing problems. I'm all about solving problems. I don't want to complain. I want to solve problems. I love that. I love that too. Um, I'm getting emotional and I don't know why, but I feel like the world we're in right now and you're in Florida, it's a little bit of a better location than where we are, but there's so many people who are suffering right now. And I don't know why, man, I don't normally do this, but uh, this is making me emotional already. So thank you. Um, You can keep going. I just wanted to point that out. Sure. Sure. So what am I getting at? So I have developed with a group of engineers, scalar energy instruments. Now these instruments control a different spectrum of energy. It's sunlight or starlight. That's what we're speaking about. We're not controlling a stream of electrons, which is electricity. So this new technology, scalar energy, allows us to really have a better control over nature. And some of the instruments that we've created that my predecessor, Galen Hieronymus, created and that I improved upon are instruments that control molecular forms. We can now readily create a molecule or break down a molecule. So we have now the beginning, if you will, mastery control over our physical universe. We can create a molecule or break it down. Okay. And it would be, so 
I instantly go to like a critical mindset because Jamie and I have been in the um, digging down various rabbit holes for years now. And when somebody says that they can control something, I instantly go to like a negative headspace because of someone like Bill Gates, who's trying to yeah. control the world population or, You're right. or um, you know, Fauci or the, the, the elite powers that be that are for sinister plans and are playing God in my mind. They're trying to play yes. God right now with uh, experimental uh, medications and stuff like that. So what's the difference? What do you have, yeah. what, what do you have that is... Um, it's intention. That's the difference. Yeah. My, yeah. my, as I mentioned, I'm a Christian, I'm a humanitarian. My, my intention is to help people, not to, not to control the masses, but to liberate humanity. That's great. I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned that you're a Christian because I wanted to ask how Christianity, mm -hmm. if there's room for this in religion. Yeah. No, I, that's my creed. I'm a Christian and I'm trying to honor God, honor mankind and honor myself. Love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. So one of the ways we can do that is with technology right. to help people through technology. You know, let's face it. If we did not have technology, we would be living underneath the tree and we would be very uncomfortable. Right. So technology, all the, the accoutrements of of technology and what it has afforded us provides a better lifestyle. That's what I want, right. a better lifestyle for people. And scalar energy, this pure energy of the sun, the stars, it, it is a limitless energy. It is energy of infinite proportion. Our stars create this energy. So we're tapping into free energy. So it's like, like Tesla kind of, Technology, you're harnessing the energy that is all around us and basically in the ether at all yes. times. Um, yes. Sorry, I'm kind of my mind goes all over the place. I might just shotgun a bunch of questions at you, and then. Uh, yep. um, so, so you're harnessing this energy from around us that's in the ether all the time, and we can use it um, for like my mind goes to things like med beds for like healing, but also yes. in place of like oil and electricity. So you can use it for energy to power things. You can also use it to yes. heal your body, like everything. Exactly. Scalar energy is all encompassing. Yeah, exactly. So we want to, thank you. We want to retrace the footsteps of Nikola Tesla. Tesla created free energy towers, free energy devices, <clears throat> but the powers that be over a hundred years ago did not want that. No. They suppressed that technology. Well, I want to retrace what Tesla has done, and I want to give to the world free energy, which is scalar energy. I mean, I want to make this very clear. You don't drill for oil. No. You right. don't tap right. natural gas, a cavity of natural gas. You don't dig for coal. This coal, this is not nuclear power. It's not wind power. It's the energy that pervades the universe. All you have to do is tap into it. So this is the new energy source, scalar energy. And it's an infinite supply of energy because the stars produce it. Mm. It's not a finite resource. It's just you, it's infinite. Yes. And once we have this infinite resource energy, then imagine what this will do for mankind. You know, there's so many impediments. Our, our energy is dangerous. Our energy is expensive. Yeah. Our energy is controlled. It's manipulated. Absolutely. Imagine if, if everybody in the world had free energy. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that would be the game changer. Yeah, those, those Rockefellers and Rothschilds don't like to hear us talking about this. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's that the cabal, the Illuminati is standing in the way yeah. of this technology. Tesla developed this technology over 100 years ago. Had we listened to Tesla, we would be living in a different lifestyle. Things would be decidedly different today. But uh, Tesla did not have the internet. And people did not understand what he was trying to do. Yeah. And he was probably, sorry, sorry. With he was, the internet, <laughs> uh, you can take it a step further because, like you said, yes. Tesla didn't have that. But what he might have had was he could probably communicate with people who were on the same wavelength as him, yeah. Yeah. telepathically, even perhaps. Um, yes. But with the internet, there's people who are just who are waking up to the corruption and who are aware learning about yeah. the Rockefellers and the learning about the elite and the cabal yeah. that they're doing their research and being, being able to find people like you, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm, I'm glad you point that out, you know, not to dwell on this satanic group, the mm -hmm. Illuminati, but they do c control much of uh, the world of politics today. They sadly, uh, many world leaders are subservient to the cabal. Absolutely. So what do we have? What do I propose? Yeah. Well, let's avoid, let's avoid those world leaders who are corrupt. They are many corrupt world leaders. And let's just work on a grassroots level. You know, there's another, there's a way around this. And the way around this is with people. So I've always purported that I have a grassroots effort. I want people to get involved with us. That's my, my point. And thank you for this approach today. This is our grassroots effort in which we, the people now, can bring this to fruition. Yeah. This, this is tenable. This, this, is not, this is not theoretical. We're, we are accomplishing this today. I've been at this now for a good 40 years, and it works. So this is not in theory. This is in practice. Now, all we need to do is introduce this to the world. Yeah. Right, yeah. yes. So are, are there people, like, like, actively creating, like, devices that aren't plugged into anything that are harnessing this energy that can re like a battery cell or something? Not that I know. No, I, I don't know of any contemporary scalar energy researcher that has advanced the science as I have. Yeah. Okay. That's what and, I heard in your last podcast. You were saying yeah. that you've searched the internet and there's yeah. nobody out there like what you've, you've created. Yeah. If, if they're doing it in private, you know, so be it, but has anybody been drawn to my attention publicly? No. And that's very sad. It's very sad because it offers such great promise. Yeah. Now, I will say about my predecessors, I can um, maybe name 10 valid scalar energy researchers um, prior to my work. And those 10 researchers really developed a, a, a sophistication and instruments that indeed harness scalar energy. But their work was never promulgated. They did not have the internet. So you have, if you will, uh, a disparate group of, of 10 researchers, but it never congealed because we never had the ground swell of support. See, that's the key moving forward. We have so many, well, these 10 researchers who left us their work, but now we have to bring it all together. And as a mass movement, as a grassroots movement, then we have to proceed. Yeah. It's time to get people involved. Yeah. yeah. And we're trying to bring together information that was intentionally suppressed and broken apart and it's like we're trying to put together a, a a puzzle where the elites have have uh taken out some pieces and put in pieces of other puzzles and shaken the box and been like now yeah like we're trying to figure out things that they have been suppressing from us yeah yeah you know and to the point the elite controls the central banks of the world 
totally. If people, if people understood these machinations and, and how all of this has been hidden and suppressed and how the elite has stolen our money from our central banks, the elite has suppressed technology, the elite has, has promulgated communism yeah. and, and assassination of world leaders. And if people really understood this, then they would say no to this, no to this uh, Illuminati Freemasonry. And then they would see, they would have the education for the option. See, the key here is the alternative, the option. Just don't follow what the media is trying to promulgate. Many times the media is controlled. So you have yeah. to be able to critically, by way of critical thought, process this, the option is working on another avenue. Mm -hmm. Don't follow the standard, the status quo, because many times the status quo is controlled by the Illuminati. Well, I have a, I have a question. My mind just kind of went in a different direction. It could like wake the world up. Is there like scalar energy? If this ever goes, is it like, is there like a, is there memory attached to it? Is it like, an, can you tap into the Akashic it's, records? Is there like- It a, is. It is, is the Akashic record. It is the Akashic record. Okay. This okay. is the mind. Home. This is the mind. Yeah, this is the mind of God. Well, as a Christian, I call it the presence of the Holy Spirit, the omnipresence of God. Okay, some, people might call, some people might call this the Akashic record, a quantum entanglement. Excellent. Or, or, the, or the matrix or the connection of the universe. So this inner or consciousness. Now, let me make this very clear. There you go. Let me make this very clear to show you the difference. If electricity is a stream of electrons, a movement of electrons, that's fine. Scalar energy is the universe. Now, what would you rather have? A finite stream of electrons, a movement of electrons, that's electricity or the presence of God, yeah, the yeah. infinite presence of God. So when we're tapping into this dimension, we're not tapping into a collection of electrons moving. We're tapping into the mind of God. What would you rather have? A, a collection of electrons or the mind of God? The mind of God. Yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer, yeah. So, so then will we, like, could it become like a hive mind? Like, have you, do you know, um, what's his name? Rupert Sheldrake? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Morphic okay. field. Morphic field. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, Rupert Sheldrake, a theorist, has always postulated that there's morphogenetic fields or informational fields. Right. He's absolutely right. Okay. What are those? Yeah. This is, these are the connections I'm making here. This is yeah. lovely. What are those informational fields? The information is scalar. What is scalar? The mind of God, the instructions of God. So when you control this energy, when you have a scalar energy instrument, you're tapping into consciousness. You're tapping into that informational field. You can control matter. That's what I can do. I can control matter with these instruments. And this is why I say, maybe some people, this will rub them the wrong way, but a scalar energy instrument allows me to control nature. That's it. I, I, I'm not going to dance around that. Right. Maybe I have Maybe we are supposed to be able to do that in a, in, if it's from a godly source. You're right. Because I, the powers that be are controlling nature in a, in a deviant way. Oh, sure, sure. So if you, if you read the book of Genesis, when God said, I give you dominion, over, over the world, meaning what? Control. I believe Adam and Eve had the gift of 
scalar energy, the gift of the divine will, before their fall. How can Adam and Eve have dominion over nature? You you cannot have dominion over nature with electricity. Hmm. The only way you can have dominion over nature is with scalar energy. This is a out of box thinking, like what we've been presented, what we've been brought up with our whole entire life. Um, you know, the school system's great for keeping us in a in a box mentality. Um, you have to have an open mind to 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 accept you're right. what you're talking about. You're right. So, can you tell us what this instrument, like, how can people access it? What can they do yeah. um, to get their hands on it, if you will? Sure, sure. I, what I've done, I've perfected a technique in which I work with people around the world by way of their photograph. I want to make this very clear. People do not come to me. Rather, people email me a photograph. I would actually take a photograph like this and place it inside the instrument. Mm. Now, why would I do that? Well, a photograph of a person, this is my photograph, has an energy signature, a quantum signature. So I never work with people or animals. I only work with photographs of people and animals because the photograph has that morphogenetic field attached to it. Which is, are you pointing at their mouth specifically? No, 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 just, just the photograph itself. Okay. Just the photograph itself, not, not the mouth, just, just the skin. My skin, my photograph carries, embodies my Akashic record. My photograph has my informational field. So my photograph really is my, if you will, bilocated version. So I never work with people. I work with their bilocated version, a person, on a photograph. So how does that work? Somebody somebody has symptoms. They're not feeling well. They send you a photograph of themselves, and you diagnose them based on the photograph? I, I per se don't like to diagnose. I have standardized sessions. Well, okay. I actually place a person's photograph inside this scalar energy instrument. Okay. And then the photograph receives the information. The photograph receives the session. So I can send into that photograph the ability to balance the chakras or to balance the brain waves. Okay. And people say that they feel better, that their mental health has improved. Okay. Or I can does it have to be in like a very recent photograph? No. No. Good question. Good question. Your your energy field on the photograph is similar to your DNA, your fingerprint. Your fingerprint stays with you for life. So a photograph is always in the present moment. So the age of the photograph does not matter. You're always going to be treated in the present moment. Amazing. Okay, I got you. I got you. This is really so interesting. Um, Yeah. So on that podcast I was listening with you, um, the girls and you were talking about this clinic that you're working with. I don't know if you're still working with India. And it's actually helping people who are HIV positive. Right. Turn their their to then being HIV negative. Correct. Correct. Yeah. That's, so that yeah. is absolutely sorry. Like I I got all excited when I heard that because um, yeah. I've been digging into the research of what this uh, new vaccine does and what it potentially mm-hmm. can do to people and how it is a lot of people are saying that they're gonna basically have full blown AIDS. Vades. VAIDS is what they're calling it. Oh, is that what they're calling it? VAIDS? Huh? Yeah. Vaccine-caused so, AIDS. Vaccine-induced. Uh, va- I forget the exact. Mm. Yeah. So what... Sorry. I, this this is making me excited and emotional. But 
you talked about Epstein-Barr syndrome or virus, um, different viruses that you're with this scalar energy able to cure. Because ever since this vaccine came out, like I was very hesitant and I was very um, saddened for people who are then lining up to get it and getting their children. Like the kids are these innocent kids and they have no idea what they're signing up for, right? It's an experimental. But something like what you have to offer could potentially heal people from these issues. And, mm. and like we, Jamie, exactly. I know a handful of people personally that have taken this jab to, to get their jobs, to go traveling, to go to school, X, Y, and Z. And also know quite a few people who have been injured and the doctors don't know what the issue is. One being an uncle, Jamie doesn't even know this. I just learned this information from my mom. I have a relative who has never had heart issues in his life, yeah. has been in the hospital in the last month four times, had to go to emergency because yes. he's got heart issues. Yes. Um, we have another friend who has been diagnosed with um, Guillain-Barre syndrome mm-hmm. um, or MS, they're not sure. There's, there's various people though that we know now who have been injured. Some are connecting the dots. Some yeah. are not connecting the dots, but something like this scalar energy could literally be a life-changing yeah. tool. So we can. So, so with these people that have been injured, so the scalar energy can then kind of realign their DNA to, to get back in order the way it's supposed to be? I, I think in many ways that, that happens. I can't promise that. Um, what I have witnessed with these instruments, we can easily break apart a pathogen. We can target a pathogen, a virus, a bacterium, a parasite, and break it apart, negate the molecular bonds. We can also uh, negate the molecular bonds of toxic metals, mercury, cadmium. And we can also negate the molecular bonds of some adjuvants. So some of these chemicals used in vaccines, we can break them apart. And then your body will excrete them? Well, that's a good point. When you're working with scalar energy, you simply transmute matter. You change it from mm-hmm. one physical form to another. It's not a chemical process. Okay. So you're actually taking a macro molecule and you're reducing it into elements. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. So there's no need for a de- detoxification. Correct. And, and for that reason, that's a good point, Jamie. I never experienced any detox because detox is impossible. We're not working with chemicals. You have a chemical detox because you have chemicals. We don't work with chemicals. We work with light. So light never has that abrupt occasion. You don't have a chemical detox. Crazy, crazy. Can I ask you another question that uh, I don't know how deep you get into? I, I go into all sorts of areas because I learned a long time ago that we, the powers that be from the top down are lying to us about basically everything. Sure everything um so does this fit in with the electric universe model or how much have you looked into the electric universe model uh this is what i have discovered with scalar energy all stars initiate scalar energy it's a double helix that is the initial energy of the universe is scalar it's not electricity and when scalar energy leaves the center of a star it will degrade into electricity and magnetism so with that in mind the only fundamental energy is scalar energy. Electricity and magnetism are a derivative of scalar energy and are not fundamental. Right. 
Now, in order to have a perpetual universe, you need a perpetual energy. Scalar energy is the perpetual energy that gives perpetual life, perpetual heat, perpetual information to the universe. Right. If electricity and magnetism were the fundament of the universe, then the universe would not last very long because it experiences entropy. Right. You need a fundamental light energy to have a, a everlasting perpetual universe. So my point is very simple. Electricity and magnetism are not fundamental. It's, it's, a, it's a derivative energy of scalar energy. Scalar energy is the one fundamental energy of the universe. Right, because it's right. like you said, so, God's source. But basically, yeah. what I'm asking is, does it does it matter if the sun is a burning ball of gas or if it's a grow bulb, a grow light? If if you visit the center of any sun star, it's benign. It's 100% scalar energy. You could actually live inside the center of the sun. It's okay. when that it's when that energy leaves the center of the mm -hmm. sun that it starts to break down into electricity and magnetism. And that's what gives the, the coronal discharge, or that's what gives the, the, the heat and the fire that you see in many stars. It's the We've energy, never not the source. Correct. It's what, We've, what's radiating off of it. Yes, it's what's what radiating off of it. We've never seen the inside of the star. There is a great um, uh, Russian astrophysicist who studied scalar energy, Nikolai um, Kozarev. And Kozarev always said that it was scalar energy that powered the stars. And that he, you know, he had some so many scientific theories that proved that, and and I believe he was correct and accurate. So if you look at a star, it's perpetual scalar energy at the very center point, and and that, if you will, that corona of of light and heat and and what we call solar flares. That's all the manifestation of scalar degrading into electricity and magnetism. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I, it's totally interesting. I don't know if that answered my question in the way I was looking for or not. I'm just, I'm wondering, like, like basically what I, uh, I come to understand is if you put a plant beside a fire, the plant is going to wither up and die. If you put a plant beside a grow bulb, it's going to thrive and flourish. So like the light coming off of a yes. fire provides no photosynthesis, provides no anything useful to any growth, but the light coming off of a yes. bulb is absolutely what life needs to survive. So I'm just of the mind that more, more of, it's more electrical than it is burning fire. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I agree. And because of the fire really is the end product, so to speak. Yeah. Whereas light, light is the first principle. Right. Okay. I, I, I concur that the only fundamental light is scalar energy. I'll hold to that. Right. You know, it does. It doesn't make sense that electricity and magnetism that experience entropy, it dies. The signal dies. It degrades. How could a degrading energy produce an infinite, self-sustaining universe? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, man. I think God. God comes in and uh, makes it all happen. Yeah. Oh. And and I, I concur that God only wants to work with His divine light. In other words. Yeah. Yeah. It really is almost an insult if God worked with electricity and magnetism. That's the fallen nature. Mm. I believe there is a heaven, and I believe it's 100% scalar energy. There's no electricity in heaven. Do you think these powers that be, these elites, are <coughs> using scalar energy? They've tapped into it? Yeah. They, they, they know what's going on. 
you know, it, it was back back in the day, J.P. Morgan was intimidated by Tesla's uh, free energy tower in Long Island, New York. And um, J.P. Morgan uh, took back, uh, withheld all of the financing, all of the funding for his projects. And sadly, Tesla should not depend upon Morgan for financing. I, For that reason, I don't depend upon anybody yeah. for funding. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Can't. That's There's just too much evil in the world. Totally. I wanted to bring that up about Tesla is he was kind of handcuffed by Morgan and his financing. Like, yeah, Tesla, yeah. yeah. Like, what can you do when, when these yeah. guys have the power and the money? Sure, exactly. So you have to start small and keep it small. And that's what I've done with this. I, I'm not able to scale. I'm not able to scale yet because I don't have the money and the resources. When I have the money and the resources, I'll scale. But I, I don't want to go into debt to any bank or. Yeah, exactly. Or, that's or, you know, I, I, I don't want to go get in bed with any government. Most governments are corrupt. I just, you know, we'll I, just keep it with the people. Honestly, I think that's how free energy has been squashed dozens of times over is people look sure. for financing and then big oil or whatever buys the buys their patent, buys their idea and puts their big thumb on it. And that's the end of that idea or yeah. kills the person or whatever. Well, yeah. That was going to be one of my questions too. Like, how are you combating big pharma over this? Because there's been people who have who treat and claim to treat cancer or whatever, yeah. and they're gone. You yeah. God, first and foremost, God protects me. Jesus and Mary protect me. And then secondly, keep in mind, this is a new science in which I only work with the information field. Right. I never work with people. I work with photographs, yeah. which is new. And, and it's there is no law for working with photographs. Um, Sorry, I just got a pop up on my screen. Hein says this uh, meeting will end in ten minutes. Yeah, I don't know why that's doing that. Did I just click upgrade? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I, 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 I've not seen that before. Sorry. That's weird. Um, I don't know. So what I was I was going to ask you, Tom, too, like how how can people get in touch with you? How can they how can sure. they work with you? Uh, the the best thing to do is to introduce people to our free sessions. We have free sessions on our website, scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. And when people visit our website, you can see that we have a link that you can upload your photograph. We'll treat anybody in your family for free. You simply email us your photograph. And that way we introduce this new science to you. It's a new experience, it's a new science because these instruments are unique. So the bottom line is I want people to visit our website, read some of the articles that I've written, and then try the 15-day trial. It's free. There's no obligation. And then you decide if this is of merit. You decide if this is of benefit. Then if, if so, moving forward, then tell people about what we're doing. It, right. It's a grassroots effort. Once again, I have to underscore that better. And we rely upon the people to bring this forward. I don't have money to advertise. You know, I, I, I'm a one-man show, so to speak. Right. I, I, don't, I can't advertise. I, I can't depend upon uh, a big advertising budget. So we have to do this grassroots. How did you get involved in this? How, what, what started your research? I, I was always, uh, I love to read. And when I read about Tesla's work 40 years ago, 50 years ago, I knew he was a genius. And I said, in some capacity, I want to follow up with his work. Yeah. And uh, Tessa really spurred me on. He was, he was the key person 40, 50 years ago. 
Yeah, yeah. This is this is the biggest. I mean, this is the hugest thing. This will put to bed big pharma and big oil. Like, yes, it will. So dangerous. Yes, yes, it will. And if you consider but it's not my God in- behind it. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's this is God's will. And if you consider my instrument can easily work with a million or two million photographs at a time. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Today in my my laboratory, I'm working with at least uh, five hundred thousand people. Really? I receive. Yeah, I receive photographs from around the world. Sometimes they're group photographs. And in my lab this morning, I, I treated probably at least 500,000 people by miniaturized photographs. Now, how so fast can people start to feel results? Usually within two or three days. Yeah. Many people, many, many people within two or three days. So, Tom, you look like a very healthy and man, like you don't have a wrinkle on your face. It's yeah. looking like, like, I, do you do this for yourself? I, I do. I do. I, I'm 62 years of age and I think this has halted, halted my uh, aging process. Yeah. yeah you don't hair. look that old, man. <laughs> yeah. Look at your I think this line. is, yeah, I, I think, thank you. I think this is uh, uh, going to add years to our lives and it will better, if you will, our lifestyle. That's, that's the whole key here to, to enjoy our lives, yeah, to have it riddled with pain and sickness <sighs> and illness. Oh man. You, you, you read the beginning of the Bible. There's people that live 900 years. And, and then like, I don't think, I don't think we're supposed to degrade this fast as humans. No. I, I, I concur. I, I believe um, at one time the scalar energy presence was much greater in this world. Yeah. So people did not age as quickly. Yeah. And, and I believe, yes, you're right, that many people did live a long life on account of the fact that this world at one time had a very strong scalar energy force field. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. So yeah. how do you, I feel like this would scare a lot of Christians. Just some of the language that you're using sounds I, too new agey or, or right. too new. Um, I'd love to take your, hear your take on that. There has to be a new language for this new science. So um, I always give credence that, yes, I'm a Christian. I, I believe God, Jesus, is, is the supreme uh, ruler of the universe, okay? the king of the universe. And if some of the language offends people, well, don't take offense. I you have to start somewhere. Yeah. It's a new science, and we need a new language. You know, when the computer industry first came out, you would say to yourself, well, why would they ever call this a mouse? I don't know why, yeah. but, you know, everybody has a computer and everybody has a mouse okay, that's attached to their computer. So there has to be a new language. And the language that I've come upon and a few other researchers, we're trying to bring some, some common distinction here to this new language. So do you, do you get questions by people who are of Christian faith? Being Very little, very little, because they visit my website, they know I'm a Christian, and they realize that it is a new science, mm -hmm. and that I'm, I don't believe in, per se, false religions. Right. I just, there's one, one theme that I purport, and that's Christianity. That's the one thing. And then many Christians, when they look at that, they realize and they're very open-minded that you have to start somewhere, mm -hmm. that the terms and conditions that I use, you have to start somewhere and build this new dictionary. So this is a new language for a new technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. 
totally. I just want to say, um, it, I don't know what's going on, but if there is only a couple minutes left and I get booted out of this meeting, I don't uh, think you'll get booted out. I think you'll just be asked to, um, but I'm the one recording. So if you guys, if I get kicked out and you guys keep going, I don't know. You might no, you record. won't because I've got the timer on my screen too. I think you're okay. Sorry, I'm normally the Sorry. techie person and he's got our main laptop right uh, now, Tom. Okay. I'm, the, I'm the wood chopper. I don't even know how to use <laughs> computers. <laughs> uh, this is so fascinating. So Yeah, Tom, um, this is great stuff, man. I'm just blowing my mind here. I love there, this kind of stuff. What other kind of ailments have you helped people um, but, uh, well, I'll go back to what you were referring to um, in India, <clears throat> and yeah, I'll yeah. explain it as such. Take a look. This is a photograph of the herpes virus. Yeah. It's a magnified photograph of the herpes virus. I actually take photographs, photographs of microbes, and I place them in the instrument. So there's no human interpretation. So the instrument looks at the microbe. The instrument looks at the herpes virus and then sends that information of the herpes virus into me by way of the photograph. See, everything I do is by way of photographs. So the information, the morphogenetic field on the herpes virus is then sent into my photograph. What? Yeah, I just placed the two photographs side by side and it's a sharing of information. So when you're working it with this quantum field, this quantum entanglement, the information of the herpes virus is downloaded into my photograph. That's all that it takes. And in so doing, that sharing of information will serve to break down the molecular bonds of the herpes virus. That's the way the instrument is calibrated. Oh, fascinating. It is. Now, what's the point here? I don't think this through. The instrument does all the work. You know, it's, it's sort of like your car. You don't have to tell your car to travel down the road. Right. You, you've programmed your car to do so. Well, I've programmed my instrument to interpret a photograph of a microbe and then to download that information to my photograph as a person. Wow. I literally placed the two photographs, the photograph of the herpes virus next to my photograph, and it's a sharing of information. Now, that way, yeah. nothing can go wrong. I don't know if there's enough time in the world to explain, but how do you program the machine to do such a thing? See, that's the key. You have to have the proper calibration. The, the instrument that I'm speaking about is reverse phase, meaning it negates the molecular bonds. So a reverse phase instrument will look at the bonds, the molecular bonds of the herpes virus and break it apart. Okay, it's like a, right, right, right. Okay. I gotcha. It's like a break, breaking down version. Yeah, it, if you look at the structural formula of everything, it's held together by intelligence, by scalar energy. Scalar energy holds together matter. And what am I saying? We're going to break down those molecular bonds of the herpes virus. You literally shatter, you disassemble the herpes virus. Right. That's, what's, that's why it always works. We're working at the molecular level. We're telling the herpes virus to break apart. Right. The herpes virus ceases to exist. You've, you've shattered, you've disassembled the herpes virus into smaller harmless elements such as carbon and oxygen and nitrogen and various proteins it's no longer an infectious agent so theoretically you could do that with everything not just the herpes virus all viruses yeah. exactly exactly